Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 137. This is your place for innovation and the blueprint for success for top performers just like you. My special guest today, Mr. Derek Taylor. Derek, welcome. Thank you, Mark. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're, we're glad to have you on the show, and it's, it's been too long since we've had you on. Um, how long have you, tell the audience just a little bit about yourself, how long you've been doing this, where you're based, and what you specialize in. Perfect. Yeah. So I am, um, I've, I've been an agent since 2008, uh, started off um, as a need really to uh, improve my family uh, situation and uh, had a special needs daughter, two other kids. My wife was being way overworked and I was, um, I was working 80 hours a week in the finance industry. And my, uh, my wife just kind of tapped me on the shoulder gently and said, hey, Derek, I need some help. I think uh, this is getting crazy. So I said, all right, we're going to move closer to your parents. Put the house on the market um, or, or for sale by owner because, you know, I'm super smart like that. And uh, said it was going to be easy and it wasn't easy. And then I had an agent that actually was really good at selling it and made it look easy. And then I said, well, I could do that. And so I got my license in 2008, moved here to a town I didn't know anybody at all, um, and uh, just started working. And the market crashed. So it was- Yeah, 2008, you kind of picked the, the perfect year to start in real estate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, uh, I don't know um, how religious anyone is, but for me, uh, I believe that God put me in that position to humble me in many ways. And that was- uh, a lesson that was very hard to learn, um, but it, it was successful and I learned it. And I, I started deciding that, um, you know, not everything's gonna just come to you easily. And if you wanted to be super successful, then you needed to do what nobody else was doing. And what I found was no one else was really tapping into technology at a higher level back then. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook was kind of brand new. Um, I remember the office I was in, I did a Facebook class and the, the, the room was just packed and I had been there like a month and I was just amazed that anyone wanted to hear anything I had to say about Facebook, but I had a great presentation. We talked about it. Um, after it was over, I helped people out with their technology and they gave me short sale leads that they didn't want to work. And so I just would work short sale leads and keep wow. leads until so you, you came from a place of contribution, giving back what, giving what, what you had. And in return, they gave, gave back to you. Exactly. Yeah. That, that was, um, it was fun because I got to, um, I got to pour into somebody's life that really had no business listening to anything I had to say, but, but I guess they, they didn't get the, the technology side of it. And for me, it clicked. I understood Facebook in a minute. Like I knew how viral spread was going to work. Yeah. Well, you know, starting in 2008, it, it reminds me of, you know, even like coronavirus now, we can't control the market. We can't control what other people think of us, but we can control our own actions, our own thoughts and our own business processes. So obviously you put some great processes in place. Well, yeah, thank you. So that's, again, it's, it's all learned by failure. Everything that I, learned as an agent, I learned because I failed at something and did never want to do that again. So, so when, did you, did, did you find, 
Have you always had a mindset that you could recover from a setback or was that something you had to learn because you had no other choice? So I think that I, I was, my parents moved around a lot when I was younger mm -hmm. and that created this ability for me to be really resilient. Um, every three or four years, we'd move to a different state, to a different school. And that, that kind of forced me to, to gain that skill. Uh, it wasn't necessarily learned in business. It was just a life skill mm -hmm. that I picked up. And I didn't even realize I was learning it, right? Um, until you get a little bit older and wiser. Uh, and that resiliency let me, because the, the cool thing about reinventing yourself all the time, every time you move, is that you can go ahead and make new mistakes and no one's looking at you any differently about it because they didn't right. know who you were in the first place. Right. Now, as you look back uh, on your real estate career, then I want to pivot to some of the current stuff we're working on. But as you look back, would you do anything different? Yeah, I would do a ton of stuff different. Um, the biggest thing that I would do differently now than then was I would have spent a lot longer building a sphere of influence mm. and a lot less time trying to find the next cool technology piece that was going to get me the business I wanted. Got it. Now, uh, before we pivot on to some of the amazing things you're leading and doing here at JPAR, is there anything you'd like to share with the audience about being a successful team leader, being a successful uh, agent in this really tough industry? So for me, um, you know, forming a team was always something that I wanted to do uh, in the background. And I, I think I tried to jump the gun a couple of times, you know, not really being ready, you know, just because you hit 5 million in production doesn't mean that it's time for you to form a team. So um, but what I did learn was when I finally was able to get to the production level uh, and manage my cash flow to a point where I was able to build a team where it made sense, um, then I could do the other things I really wanted to do, which was educate and pour into people. And that's where my team building came from. And still what I do when I'm talking to any of the team members, when they come on board, it's um, we're all going to be here. We're going to be a team and uh, we're going to pour into each other and help uh, bolster each other in a difficult industry. And doing that creates that culture uh, of, you know, you'll know when someone isn't the right fit for your team. So I love it. Uh, well, uh, if you're in the audience and, and you're listening to this, uh, JPAR, we just created a 25-page CEO team leader manual, and we'd love to send you a copy of that. Just email us at careers at jpar.com, and we'd love to share uh, the six things that we've documented on why teams fail. There's six yeah, factors, and we've covered that in our CEO manual. So if you want that, just email us at careers at jpar.com. If you want to be a team leader, please download it and read it and make that the, the steps, the action steps for you to create your team. Don't do it like I did it. <laughs> for, for sure. And for some folks, when they read it, they may determine, hey, you know, being a team leader isn't really what I'm designed to do. I, I'm designed to be a better team member and that's okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. There, there are times when I wish I would have maybe joined a team uh, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. and gotten a little bit more of that mentorship, or I wish I would have joined a brokerage that had mentorship like JPAR. For so. sure. 
Well, speaking of that, let's transition. You know, you, you know uh, you've come onto the JPAR staff, and besides running your your real estate business, you're you're running our uh, technology initiatives, and we're doing some pretty amazing and innovative things. Yeah, I'm so excited about the the new things that we're doing. Um, JPAR SureSell is, I think, one of the biggest things I'm passionate about, and. Um, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier on our Between Two Nerds show uh, that it's just a lot of fun. If you're not joining us, uh, check us out two o'clock on Wednesdays and Thursdays, Central Standard Time. But um, yeah, this was um, <clears throat> something I've always wanted to do. And it really came out of active practice when I was dealing with clients who either were stuck because they weren't able to sell because they hadn't been able to find where they wanted to land or they were tired of waiting for me to get their property sold in a, a more down market. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they would go dr- directly to the iBuyer without me involved. And I thought, you know what, we need to figure out a way to put us as JPAR agents in the middle of all of those conversations. And then let's have them. Let's have those difficult conversations and let's be more open and transparent about what's available in 2020 um, versus what was available just a few years ago. And it's changed really fast. Yeah, I love it. So basically in a nutshell, a, a JPAR agent can stay in the center of a transaction, whether they want to sell traditionally, if they want to trade or swap their home, or if they want, uh, want it to be uh, purchased in an iBuy, we can do all three of those. And, and our agent is the represent, you know, the professional representation and help helps the clients navigate all of those with one stop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a conversation tool to, to use initially to have that conversation and say, here's what your options are. And what we found overall is that they're, they usually fit in one of those three categories and they don't usually cross over. So if you've got someone who is a traditional sale person, uh, then they're gonna probably go that traditional route. But they also are gonna be curious about the other two. And if you're not talking about it, they're gonna find out about it without you. And that's- And then you don't build trust. And we know trust is the number one thing they're looking for. Uh, Yes, 100%. And that's that's where I I get sad. At first, when I had an agent reach out to Zillow and come back with an offer, and I was like, well, I could have done that for you. That's my job, I'm here to help you. But well, now besides SureSale, which is a very innovative uh, program that includes some partnerships like Knock and others, uh, we have some amazing partners. We've also rolled out a, a very unique app for agents to use. Tell us about that. Yeah, so JPAR, uh, our JPAR agent branded mobile search app is out and available right now. It's a really amazing tool. Again, what, what we're finding that we're looking at like where people are coming and searching on our websites and whether what device are they using when they look, we can tell by looking at some things. Uh, and what we found is that somewhere between 65 and 75% of them uh, that are going to your specific website right now, they're coming from a mobile device and they may not be getting the best mobile experience um, on, on, on any website on a phone. The best mobile experience comes from an app. So um, we, want to, we wanted to create an app that was consumer focused, but that 
basically they were holding your business in their hand with the ability to reach out to you with one touch. They can search for all of the properties that are on the market. They can save them. They can favorite them. You can see what they're doing. And when they're ready for a showing, they just click button, schedule a showing, and it lets you know. They want more information? Click a button. They want to give you information, make notes about that property? They just type it in there and it all comes to you. How cool is that? Well, as, as we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to share with the audience about JPAR technology and our innovative approach to uh, agent pro productivity solutions? Well, the, the biggest thing I want you guys to know is when we're bringing things out to you, number one, they've been vetted by a lot of people. But number two, the, the only reason that we're bringing you a new piece of technology is because we know it will help drive the number of transactions that you do as an agent. And that will increase your income and your success. So everything that we do as we roll it out, please know that we have uh, thought really hard about what will this do to your business? How will this make you a better agent? And how many more transactions do you think you could possibly do if you adopted it, learned it and used it effectively? So um, it's, it's completely different than most every other brokerage who just throws every single vendor that you know, wants to talk to you in, in the suit. We're actually looking at this and we're saying, is this something that will make our agents more productive? And will it uh, either make them spend less time in front of their computer and more time in front of a client, or will it let them talk to more clients? And those are really the only things we look at. So, Love it. It's very consistent with our values of productivity, service, and exceeding expectations. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all we think about. Well, with that, Derek, I'm so uh, grateful for you uh, spending some time with us today and, and joining the show. And we'd love to have you back. I'll be happy to come back anytime, Mark. Thank you for having me. There you go. And that's a wrap for this episode of Success Superstars. And we'll see you soon on another episode. Mm -hmm.